0: This is football. I'm Kevin Clark. Amazing episode today. Steve Young, legendary quarterback, joins to discuss a whole lot. A long interview with Steve. Awesome Purdy insight. Lamar Jackson insight um, that I hadn't heard anywhere else. Some Mahomes discourse I really enjoyed. And Taylor Swift take I hadn't really heard. Uh, this was, uh, that was That was that an interesting conversation. Um, but an amazing in-depth conversation with Steve Young. And then Baker Mayfield, star quarterback, one of the stories of 2023. Joins us for a really fun, uh, interesting interview. We talked about the Mahomes game in 2016. Um, What about his reclamation project last year kind of stands out to him? What lessons other quarterbacks can learn who are trying to improve their lot in their career? Uh, Enjoyed that as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Young. All right, Steve Young is here. He's here with Dove Body Sport Confident Program. What's going on, brother?
1: We're good. It's good to be in Vegas for a few minutes.
0: Is it good to be in Vegas, Steve Young? For a few minutes. Not What's pretty. your upper limit where you're just like, I got to get out of here. Is it 20 minutes? Not a night. <laughs> <laughs> what don't you like about Vegas?
1: Well, no, actually, I have a lot of friends that live in Vegas. Sure, of so course. You just got to get out. of. This, this, this is like, a- this, is, this area is madness, but you get outside. It's it's awesome. Oh, yeah.
0: The mountains and great. hiking, some yep. skiing, if you go far enough. Yep. Yeah, I get that. Sure. I get that area. Um, all right. Let's start here. The Brock Purdy discourse to you. Um, Feels like it's eating itself at this point. Um, I don't know uh, how it got so off the rails with some criticism of him and then some people saying he's the MVP or whatever. You fall where on Brock Purdy in a vacuum, having seen what he's been able to do this year. I I listened to Brock Purdy, and he told me after the game last week when he brought them back from
1: 24-7 and uh, said, look, I'm not the biggest guy. I'm not the strongest guy. I'm not the fastest guy. I'm okay with that. That is not the prototype today. The prototype today is Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I am the biggest, strongest, fastest, right? right? So that's the anomaly. He's not the prototype. But what he is is he is playing the quarterback position. Not all the things that go around. Like I played the quarterback position, but I had some other stuff that I could do. Sure. But you still have to do the job. And the job that he's doing is the job that every quarterback needs to do. Get the play. Call it. Run it. Get the ball out effectively and efficiently under pressure, under duress, in a, in a, in a couple of seconds against the fastest game in, in, in America and the most, best athletes in America. He's doing that in an incredible way. So I don't know what you want to call it. I don't want you want to name it. I don't know why why you want to. There's no criticism. It just is. Yeah. And if if you if you want to be, belabor it, if you want him, if he's, if he's not the prototype, and that bugs you. Fine. Then just own it. But if you're saying that he can't play the position, feels like that's what he's doing.
0: I agree um, with a lot of that. Is there a, a throw, a skill that he has that I wouldn't appreciate and you, a quarterback would, somebody who's played at a high level? I think more than anything, his
1: presence in play-to-play, where a lot of people get lost in the emotion of the game. Quarterbacks miss plays because they're still in the previous play. They can't catch up. He's to me, his best quality is always there yeah. for that play and that he gets the most out of, he gets the most out of his body and this play that Kyle's caught and those guys around me, that are super talented. It feels like that's where the superpower is, is to allow for the, for all of it to come together. And you are the coagulator. You know, you're the one that brings it all together. Yeah. And I think that that's his, people don't appreciate They They want to look at that. He's not the biggest, strongest, fastest, and they keep talking about it. It's like, you
0: love quarterbacks. If you do, you gotta love Brock Purdy. I, again, I'm with you. Um, it's interesting because we had Peyton Manning on the show a couple weeks ago, and, and I asked him how Kyle Shanahan. Oh, really? On
1: all Omaha Productions, he comes out. We got on? him. We got him. Yeah, we got him. I don't know get. how we
0: got him. It was, it was a tough it was, get. Uh, it was a huge, huge for us. Huge for us. Uh, but we, um, we talked, and I said, "How does Kyle Shanahan make life easy for quarterbacks?" And a couple of Niners fans got mad at me, saying I was somehow denigrating Brock Purdy or whatever. But no. the fact is, is that Kyle Shanahan makes life easy for quarterbacks. Look
1: every quarterback needs help let's set the stage here these are the facts kyle shannon with andy Reid and maybe a couple of guys the most innovative minds in football if you're a quarterback you want to be with one of these innovative minds because they'll bring out the best in you so brock purdy walked in to the system that is kyle shannon one of the most innovative minds he also is surrounded by the maybe the best collection of talent that has been put together in free agency that's a fact So those two facts, every quarterback would dream to be in this place. Now, you need to go into that spot and play great quarterback, which he's done. That's what being great is about. If you said, well, anyone can do that. Well, anyone can't do that. Like, like, don't don't be stupid. But don't denigrate the fact that we all need help. Every great quarterback needs help, and he's got that help, and then he's just made the most
0: of it. Obviously, you played in one of the best offenses of all time, but Kyle Shanahan, as a play caller, impre- I mean, there's a million ways to, to, to go with this, but the most impressive thing about his play call is what?
1: I'll give you a stat. I, I think it's fifth, I, uh, the number of throws behind the line of scrimmage yeah. this year
0: for the 49ers,
1: so zero-yard throws. Yeah. What, 95% completion rate, maybe 100. Yeah. Those zero-yard throws, just taken alone, Against the rest of the league in all of their throws, all throws downfield, everything, yards per attempt, you would think would be last in the league. Yeah. They're first. They're first. You're first in the league in yards per attempt with throws behind the line of scrimmage? That goes a testament to innovation, incredible athleticism, of course. But that's Kyle Shanahan has cracked the code. He has made the quarterback job as easy as it can be for the quarterback and as difficult as possible for the defense. And that is the code that every offensive coordinator dreams about. And that's why people – whatever you say about Kyle Shanahan, you've got to admit and accept that of all the innovative minds in the league that's ever been, he's right at the top of the list.
0: I completely agree. Um, Just watching it, how does he impress you as far as putting the defense in conflict with itself and all that stuff? So
1: I think what happens is he – he uses motion a yeah. lot, and in motion, motion makes a defense speak to you. Yeah, he wants as much information out of you before he snaps the football. He'll do it with formation. He'll do it with different people in different spots. He asks his players, Christian McCaffrey, can you line up at receiver? Yes. Yeah. Can you line up in the slot? Yes. Can you line up off the line at tight end? Can you line up in the eye? Can you line? And because of that, he can now because defenses all go like, "Where's Christian McCaffrey?" Okay. Oh, I got to do certain things when I see that. So he has the defense speak to you yes. and give you as much information as you possibly can get from them before the la- before the snap. And what is Brock Purdy's best quality? Taking all that information, give that to me, because every inch of that I'm going to make you pay.
0: Beautiful. Um, obviously, famously, when you won a Super Bowl, you did the the monkey off the back thing, and, and there was all this discourse around you. And I'm curious, switching gears a little bit off of, of Purdy and Shanahan, there's a bunch of quarterbacks around the league right now. We'll start with Lamar Jackson where you don't win again, and it just feels like the pressure mounts. And it felt like they changed their identity a little bit, the, the Ravens, um, in on in Sunday last Sunday's game. And I'm curious how you approach that. And I, I think a lot about uh, a, a score takes care of itself line from Bill Walsh, where he said, there's no such thing as rising to the occasion. There's just executing normally right. when everybody on else starts to lose their head. I'm curious, if you're giving advice to, let's say, Lamar Jackson, about not pressing and just going out there and executing normally, where do you start? He is on... He's, his
1: arc of his career has been slowed by the Baltimore's fanaticism with the run. They have come out of that that trance, yeah. and they're trying to transition. This was the transition yep, year. Yep, yep, yep. I thought that Lamar has tried to lead his game into a more sophisticated passing game, which is what he needs to be the one of the best that I've ever played, which I've said many times. So I'm going to take this as a transition season, which I thought was very successful. Obviously the 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 championship game was a complete yeah. bummer, but it didn't does it doesn't negate the advancement that they've made as an organization to give Lamar Jackson a chance to be the greatest that ever played. He can't get there unless you allow him to be a sophisticated passer of the football. They got the coach. They're trying to develop. They need more help at wide receiver. They need a, you know another tight end. Look at the talent that Brock Purdy has. Give Lamar Jackson that talent around him. Ask him to be a sophisticated passer, and you will not be able to stop him. In any shape or form,
0: you think you mentioned like the best ever played of the game. You think that's the ceiling? Is I, like
1: I, I, I look, it's hyperbole, yeah, but I course, want people to understand what I'm saying is you're seeing a player that has the potential to be as great as anyone who's ever seen play. Yes, I really believe that. But he needs he he's missing a, a vital piece of it, and that is a sophisticated passer. That's where he needs, and they, I think there's a there's been a sea change at Baltimore's f- philosophy. And now we just, and this was the transition
0: year again. And so I I
1: expect next year to be an explosive year.
0: The Chiefs, speaking of changing identities, got so much better as the year went on. Using the middle of the field more, shortening the wide receiver rotation, just making plays. Travis Kelsey looks maybe a little healthier, however you want to, you know, getting Kadarius Toney off the field. Um, The way they've gotten better as the season goes along, and I'm curious, and I'll start here. I always think that, and it's different for every team, what playing your best football in December and January means, but how do you maximize that? Is that ch- finding your identity as the season goes along? Is that you know I- introducing new wrinkles or, or you know? Any, it goes know, like-
1: back. It goes back to your question around rising to the occasion. You don't yeah. rise to the occasion. You iterate, like you're playing football. You see it th- th- during the week of the film. You, you study. It, you're like, that's not working, and then you have the maturity to say, because a lot of teams keep doing the same stuff. Yeah, like. Fix it. And, the, <laughs> and I think Andy Reid is great at being that vulnerable. It's like what I thought was going to be great sucked. So we won't do that again. Let's yeah. figure out something else to do. And the maturity that I think those veteran players have, especially Travis and Patrick, to they've come to a place where they're with Andy on that. Like, look, we need to be fifteen of sixteen at halftime. Let's play that game. Let's run it. Let's drop it off. Let's yeah. you know what I can Patrick says that game I can now play. Yeah. And so they can they can they they've come together by the end of the season. It feels like they're playing their best football because they have found the the number the, the the elements that work today, and they're ready for whatever goes haywire. Half time, they can iterate and make it better.
0: And I think there's a maturity that you have to have, and they have that. I think when the Mahomes like he's been so is covered so thoroughly because this, he makes the AFC title game every single year or he makes the Super Bowl and we do the Radio Row stuff we talk about Mahomes but you know, you obviously were able to make plays with your legs your arms when you see Mahomes what's the thing he does where you're just like in a million years I couldn't do that nor can anybody
1: well you've seen the highlights yes the Superman cape things he does outside of the pocket are, are Superman but not appreciated enough as the Clark Kent in him he he has become an incredible version of what I call Clark Kent, the game manager. Yes, of course. It like was like, oh no, no, no that's a big part of the job, and yep. he's now has the patience and the willingness to do that, and then can put the Superman cape on more appropriately. You see, Josh Allen have to put it on too much, yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't work. And so I think Patrick's become more dangerous through the years as he's matured in how the elements of his game, like I can drop it off time after time after time, get the yards, get the first downs, get the touchdowns in a different way than I used yeah. to do
0: it. And I think that maturity makes him so tough to beat. This is the thing everybody struggles with Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. I mean, Mahomes and Allen in particular, probably Lamar too, doing the easy stuff, the Clark Kent stuff. You are so athletically gifted. How do you not? I mean, like, I always think like, you know, I always think, like, okay, everybody says Josh Allen be boring. Well, Josh Allen can take hits. He can run fast, and he can throw it 80 yards down the field. You try being boring, you know? Right. Like it's it's a hard thing to do. How do you say to yourself, "Okay, I know I can do this, but I'm just going to take the easy option"? How did you get to that that part?
1: You you first have to be convinced, yeah. Because when you can do those kinds of things and you just run around and make it happen, you you end up doing it because it's in front of you. It's the thing I'm great at. Like anyone, I have yeah. a superpower. I want to I want to use yeah. it you have to be convinced that that superpower doesn't get you all the way to the top of the mountain. And because of that, what gets me to the top of the mountain? Tying my legs up, becoming a sophisticated passer, and just doing the, run the play, get the most out of the play. And I think that's just a hard thing to convince dynamic quarterbacks to do. Seems boring. It is boring, boring. but that's how you win rings. That's how you do it. And so, I can, I've, I've, Randall Cunningham, Michael Vick, I'll tell anyone I can, this is how you do it. Yes. And and, uh, and that's why I really appreciate Patrick, because Patrick went back to school. He yeah. won a Super Bowl early, got beat by the Bucks. Bucs, yep. trying to be too much of a Superman. He's like, okay, Andy convinced him. We need to get the Clark. I call it
0: Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah. We need to get that part of your game. And he says, I'm, I'm good with that. It's funny because uh, Kyle Long, who was on the team a couple years ago, was on my show a couple years ago. And he said that the one thing he's gotten... Mahomes has gotten amazing at is understanding the weakness on the team, just admitting it to himself and then using it against the defense. Okay. We're going to have internal pressure in this game. Fine. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to way to use that against the defense instead of let that kill me.
1: Can I, the people are going to think this is goofball. <laughs> Taylor Swift coming to the games and being, you know, dating Travis, put a huge burden on the team. It wasn't anyone's fault. It's just the nature of the whole thing. It's a distraction. And you could see the weight of that in the first half of the season. What I saw towards the end of the season is now an ownership of that distraction mm-hmm. to where it's now a superpower because of that, that you just said, there's that maturity. Again, we keep saying the word maturity with Patrick and with, with Andy and with everybody. And I think that's why the Chiefs have become so, like they went and took it to the Ravens at home when the Ravens looked like they were going to run over everybody. And I think it's that mature factor and the, and the power that they have to look at the context of the moment. See the 49ers for who they are, see who we are. How do we make sure that we don't get taken advantage of? That's a maturity that most teams don't get to. Do
0: you really think, like, I, you know far more than me, but a distraction like Taylor being in the box that that can actually seep into the locker room? 100% because every, when you're that famous, everyone's now Twitter-pated
1: players, okay. equipment men, coaches, f- staff, people in the lo- like locker room attendants. everybody's yeah. Twitter-pated. So it creates its own energy and drama, and distraction. It's just inevitable. The idea that you didn't feel that weight on that team the first half of the season is just not in reality. And so I just I am I, I really feel like one of their why they're coming in this game in a really powerful position is handling that unique challenge
0: That's interesting. in a way
1: that, like you saw the championship game on the thing and. Andy's pointing at her and she's pointing back like they're part of the she's part of the family now. Wow. And, and that that's a powerful place rather than a distraction. It's now your distraction. Right. It's not mine.
0: That's and I, think,
1: I, I think they're much more dangerous today for the Super Bowl because of that. That's fascinating. I, I thought they were less dangerous the first half of the season because of that.
0: I will say that you're right. There will be people who think that's goofball. But I, 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 I look,
1: I'm about, I'm about psychology and players yeah, yeah. and how players take stuff in and what distractions do. And and I can tell you that there's a there's a power empowerment that's come through dealing with this throughout the
0: season. That's fascinating. A um, couple quick ones for you. We'll start here. You've been you've been in the media for a long time. I, I listened to all your uh, KMBR hits over the past couple of days just to prep for this. And oh, you're wow. Really good at them. You're good really, luck. Not, all, not through the years, but this season, you're really good at them. Um, I'm curious, if you could wave a wand, and I I love asking thoughtful athletes this question, if you could wave a wand and get media to understand something you think they miss about football, what would it be? Oh, that's an
1: interesting question. Um, To me, the most fundamental piece is the challenge. that People love quarterbacks. They love watching great quarterbacks. They don't understand the challenge. And I think specifically to what you just talked about, today's prototype is a mobile quarterback. And the challenge of a mobile quarterback to to become a, a a sophisticated passer is a is a hero's journey. Yeah. And not many people do it. And I think the media doesn't understand the hero's journey that some are making and some are trying to make. That's interesting. Um how would the new rules
0: that are in for quarterbacks now have
1: changed your career? Well, first of all, it's it's brought the game to me. I this is my game. Yeah. And my game needed the rule changes so that it could become what they did is they slowed defenders down. You yeah. can't s- fly through the air anymore. You got to bring your feet to a tackle. Yeah, it slowed the game down enough uh, that allows for all kinds of cool, fun stuff that was never allowed in the be- defenses in the NFL. Would never allowed some of these slips. Screen- like they would just smash them. Yeah. Now they're now it's a big part of the game. So how, how I don't know if the question was how I would no, feel about no, it. No, or- I mean
0: how, how would you play if you had these rules?
1: I think a lot about this because I'm jealous. I'm not. I'm jealous of the game today. The game today is my game, and I would love, 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 love to play in today's game. Well, I was an odd, stats I was been? an oddity. I was an oddity back in the day. Give, Give us people. the stats, Steve.
0: You thought about it. You have thought <laughs> no, about I it. I haven't.
1: I actually haven't. But I would say you, you know, I, I said someone the other day in the, in the in Kyle's system, you should be an 85 percent complete. percent. Yes. 90% passer. Yes. So it's like, okay, if you're a 90% passer and you're throwing for 6,000 yards a year and you have 55 touchdowns and you have like, it, look, I know I'm joking, but it does feel like today's game could allow for something like that.
0: I completely agree. Why should you bet with Caesars Sportsbook? Two words, Caesars Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. 21 and up must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem? Crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana. Indiana call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bozier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York. Call one eight seven seven eight Hope N Y or text Hope N Y. Most badass person you've ever been around in football could be a uh, a teammate, somebody you played against, somebody you played. Against. I already know. All right. So I'm going to
1: say Roddy Lott and people are going to say, "Oh, because he's so tough," and he was such a bad, you know, he was he was emotionally sophisticated athlete. Yeah. What I mean by that, he taught me, he taught all of us that competition is a sacred ground. Yeah. And that if you disrespect the sacred ground by disrespecting your opponent, you take away from the ability to actually learn and grow from losing. Yeah. Because losing is the most powerful thing that can happen in your life. And I think things like that about Ronnie Lott, he he taught me about I got your back. He told me this great story when my when my dad was, when I was being raised, he'd always told me I got your back no matter where you go. And he used to say that to me, I, have, I got your back. So there's things about Ronnie that were fundamental, not just on the football field that taught me about like the sophistication of the it,
0: the,
1: the sacred nature yeah. of what happens on the football field.
0: That's fascinating. Um, we also do something called one rep back, which is you get to relive any play of your career and you get to do it over again when you're, let's say, 30 years old, 29 years old, at your peak, and you get to just redo it in a different way. Where are you going?
1: First quarter, championship game, 92, Cowboys at home. They call Guy McIntyre for holding on a long touchdown pass to Jerry Rice that changed the game for us. That's the play that I wish that I could have meant. I would have mentioned to, to guy, Hey, look, they're going to call you for holding. You didn't hold, but just like drop your arms, do something crazy. Don't let them to call that because we need this touchdown to change, to change history. history. Wow. It's still pain. I threw it in my mouth when I said that it was painful.
0: Wow. Um, you know, we talked obviously a lot about, what Kyle is, has done, but obviously he played for one of the best offensive coaches in history and Bill Walsh. What's the one thing where you're just like in a million years of thinking of football, I would have never thought about this that he taught you. So One more thing. It, it, in a, what is the thing that in a million years of thinking about football, you would have never thought of that he taught you? Bill? Yes.
1: He, he taught that when you're in Lambeau field down by four in the last minute, It's 3rd and 10. It's sleeting rain and windy and you've never been colder in your life. Across the huddle, when you're in that huddle, you want to look across to someone that you have an element of love for. And he used to teach that that love that you need comes from shared common experiences and actually digging in to that other person and standing in their shoes. And he worked that in the locker room, in the training room, in the in the in the lunchroom, in the planes, the hotels. He wanted people, he proselyted this. And I really believe that fundamentally around football, which is the ultimate team game, it's the relationships that actually make you great. It's the shared, he he always said, you could be playing the same team for 10 years, you'd know their name because it's
0: on their back of
1: their jersey, but you don't know them. That element of connection is what's going to make us great.
0: How does this game play out? Like, what is it a shootout? Is it low scoring? Is it medium? Like, what, what happens? Which Sunday? team
1: is showing up, the 49ers of Christmas and onward, yeah. or the 49ers of Halloween and Thanksgiving? Because if it's the 49ers of Thanksgiving and Halloween, no one's going to beat them. Yeah. Not even Patrick. No. If it's the playoff 49ers, the way they've been going with the defense that was moving, really, it's going to be a tough, they're going to be in a tough spot. They've got to flip the script. And you'll know it in the first quarter. You'll know if they come out offensively and the gashing runs with Christian McCaffrey and really quick, you know, play action passes from P- Brock, down score, down score, you know, and get up. That 49 away is be up 14-3. Yeah, yeah. It's middle of the second quarter, make it 17-3, 17-10, and then come out of the second half, score again, and now you you've won the game. That's how they do it. If that doesn't happen, then I think it feeds back to the maturity of Andy, the maturity of Patrick and so just what that first quarter to me is a big sign for which 49er team is going to be there. Tell us what you're doing with Dove. Thank you. Uh Dove as a corporation has decided to get behind body competition in the sports for girls 14 year older who are leaving foot sports at 14 or above. They w- half of the girls walk away from sports because of how they feel about themselves and their body, body shaming. My girls in high school this fall, they both played. Flag football for the oh, first wow. time in California. And I coached them a little bit, and I've never been more inspired by how they felt about the inclusion in football and how they felt about the game and how they how they prospered, like it yeah. was amazing. Dove saw that, was you know, saw some articles about it, and said, look, we have this program for coaches, because we're sick of watching these girls leave sports at 14 years old. That can help them speak language that helps the girls stay in the sport we need to someone to come proselyte it so that people can learn about it so we can give it out to people so that girls quit quitting sports at 14 years old in america and so i said i'm i just witnessed it for my girls i'm all in and so that's what i'm doing what is
0: the most humbling experience you've had as a flag football coach say it again what is the most humbling experience you've had as a flag football coach
1: (laughs) humbling that's interesting
0: uh We
1: lost the first game two to nothing. Oh, no. It was a mess because everyone everyone was trying to figure out the game. We lost two to nothing and the girls were so upset because I didn't explain safety. Oh, no. Like our own coach didn't even coach the game. He didn't coach the rules. We didn't even know about it. And I was like, well, I was teaching how to get lined up. Like, (laughs) I failed. I failed you. I didn't give you safety
0: all right well it's it's a, it's a learning lesson for everybody Teach everybody moment for everybody steve young thanks for coming on this football good, great interview thank you all right baker mayfield after the break all right baker mayfield one of the stories of 2023 is here is here with advanced auto parts Fall starts kill drives what's going on brother how you doing oh just hanging out here today uh i'm excited to have you um i'm gonna start here are you a vegas guy
2: only been a handful of times some good some bad <laughs> what's the bad <laughs> My first time here, I was 21, had no money, and ran out of it very quickly. wound up having to ask my friends uh, for money just to buy a water. So um, it's, thank you, <laughs> such a nice guy.
0: You got the money now.
2: <laughs> uh, no, it's fun though. It's just uh, about three days is all I can handle here.
0: That's That seems about right. Well, yeah. the media has to be here for eight days. So that's I trouble. I don't know how you guys are gonna do that. That's trouble.
2: By the way, what was the game that cost you your
0: money in 21, when you were 21? craps every time i
2: love it though every single time for punishment
0: every single time um all right so i've everybody knows about the epic 2016 game with patrick mahomes um one of the best college games of all time as someone who was one of the central characters in it tell me something i don't know about that game and how you've let's start there um (laughs) just you know what living in it in the moment yeah what stands out
2: Hostile environment. Uh, <laughs> my first time back there after I transferred out, um, I'm not really sure why the fans had that approach considering that I wasn't going to be given a scholarship, and so I decided to go walk on somewhere else. Uh, now, transfer portal rules. I don't think they would have had that same reaction, but um, it, it was a hostile environment. I, I think I think the stadium probably holds 65,000. There's probably at least 45,000 chanting F.U. Baker. <laughs> uh, you could definitely hear it on the broadcast. So it was one of those things that – for a competitor, you, you enjoy that.
0: Uh, what's stood out about Mahomes watching him in that moment?
2: I mean, he did everything. Yeah. I mean, I think it was 819 total yards um, or 13. I don't know. But that's video game numbers. <laughs> I, I mean, just literally everything. It was like he couldn't miss scrambling everywhere, making so many plays. And we just – we had to answer him somehow, some way.
0: Um, I'm curious. I think your story, your arc – over the past year has been incredible. And there's not a lot of guys who have, I don't get the word word rights, reclaimed their status uh when when there's doubt, I guess yeah. you could say. I don't know how to uh phrase that exactly. But this time last year, you probably had a much different view of yourself as a quarterback than you do now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask a broad question, you can take it wherever you'd like. Yeah. The biggest key to changing from this year to last year was what? Mm.
2: Oh. It's tough. Uh, Taking it one day at a time. You know, there there was a lot of things, you know, getting into Carolina late, right in the beginning of training camp, having to meet your teammates and doing all that. Um, Taking it one day at a time. And obviously, as a quarterback, you try and have great relationships with everybody in the building. But it comes down to being able to play well and everything else will follow suit. So control what you can one day at a time, and uh, good things will happen.
0: Dave Canales obviously was responsible for a lot of that in the play calling department. He now takes on – uh, Bryce Young, who obviously struggled. I mean, I saw a stat the other day 38th ranked quarterback in EPA. He's not the 38th ranked uh, quarterback by talent. No. He's going to be no. better next year. If you're giving him any advice for uh, improving and obviously working under Dave Canales, you start
2: where? I mean, embrace Dave's personality. Yeah. He's the most positive guy I've ever been around. It's, it's infectious. You know, a lot of the times that football, you know, especially, you know, we're sitting at, for us personally, we were sitting at four and seven. We could have thrown in the towel, um, but Dave's approach—he it was, it was like—it was like we were on a ten-game win streak. <laughs> he shows up on Monday, prepared for work. Like, Guys, we got a great opportunity here. We control our own destiny. Let's just get the little things right and go from there. So I just think he'll have a great effect on Bryce, uh, just with mindset alone.
0: Yeah. Um, did you have doubt? Like, what were the, I, I, everyone processes it? But obviously, coming out the other side, you can kind of be a little more open about it. But the the doubt you had as a quarterback this time, let's say last year, was what?
2: Um, for me, it was just, I needed to get into a, an organization that, uh, was going to put me in a position to succeed. Right. And unfortunately there's only a handful of those around the league, um, that are going to give you the opportunity to, to be yourself and play the best you can. And so that's where I was evaluating free agency spots and Todd Bowles was somebody that I was close with coming out in the draft when he was with the Jets. And so, um, him and Jason Light, the GM, just said, come in and be you. That's all we're asking for. We, we know what you're capable of. Come in and be yourself. And that's an empowering thing to hear. So uh, for me to hear that was like, all right, let's just get back to the basics, get back to who I am, what got me here to this point, and just improve from there.
0: There were reports in the middle of the season when you started your hot streak, and maybe this was just tea leave reading from people who didn't really know what they were talking about, but saying that you were in a and lock- fitting in a locker room and you were a great locker room guy in maybe a way that that wasn't your reputation when you were a rookie? Do you feel like you changed as a person or is that just new environment, playing better, everybody's happier?
2: Um, I don't like bringing up, you know, past teams and stuff, but it's the locker room in Tampa was great. And they allowed me and empowered me to be myself. And that's, that's something that I'm extremely grateful and thankful for was the veterans uh, saying, Hey, just be you. And and then the young guys having a different mindset of those guys have kind of watched you. And it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing to have to, you know, going in, finish just, just finished year six, going into year seven now that some of these guys have watched me since they were in high school. And, yeah. I, and that's, it's a different feeling, but you kind of have to get used to it to realize what kind of weight each conversation carries with those guys. Wait,
0: you're the old guy in the locker room?
2: I'm not the <laughs> old guy. We, we have some old guys in the locker room, but uh, it's weird to, to see, you know, the, the wide eyed, bushy tailed young guys that, um, you know, your, your conversations carry a lot of weight with them and you can tell it weighs on them.
0: When you say not, there's not a lot of teams that will, Set you up for success as a quarterback. If you're evaluating options, what does that look like to you? What does you know? Obviously, you're going to have a, a chemistry with the play caller. Yeah, um, you're going to have talent around you. But like when you say, you know, obviously, two teams this weekend, yeah. Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, they know how to support the quarterback. In your opinion, what does supporting the quarterback mean, Baker?
2: Well, it's there's a lot that goes into it. Sure. Between obviously, you got to got to have the pieces around you um because the quarterback can't do it by himself. It's it's the ultimate team sport. So yeah. You have to have those pieces. But then just how those guys call the games, how they play to their strengths. And then also, it's all about, you know, you can have a lot of people run the same plays in the league. So it's it's players, not plays. How do they set up those plays, get those guys in the positions to, to show their talents, to do what they're best at. And so uh, those are two of the top guys in the league and have been for a while. How do you view just generally, you can make a pick if you want, but this game this weekend.
0: Yeah. How do you view this with type of game? Shootout, low scoring? Like You look at these matchups
2: and you say, what? I think it'll be a shootout. I do. Um, now, not necessarily in the 40s, but sure. I, I think it'll end up being a high score game. I think both these coaches are so good at adjusting and um, seeing how a team's you know, strategizing against them and they're able to adjust in the fly and go from there.
0: Uh, so we do two sort of boilerplate things we ask everybody. The first thing is called badasses. It's the most badass person you've ever been around in football. That could be anybody. That Ooh. could be a guy you know played through injury, maniac on a practice field. Could be famous, not famous, doesn't matter. Could be at Oklahoma. Could be any, any of your stops. You have the floor, Baker Mayfield. Your badasses who?
2: That's a tough question. <laughs> um, let's see here. I'll go. I'll go in the league. Um, Nick Chubb's hard to beat. Oh, wow. Um, That's a good one. Because he does it in his own way. The guy doesn't talk, just shows up for work, runs the hell out of the football. Uh, and, and it can be a not very good run look where there's a guy free in the hole and he'll somehow make it make it work and then act like it was normal. <laughs> and it's, it's not normal what he does. And so, um, unfortunately, he got – hurt yeah, this course. year but if anybody can come back from that it's really that agree. guy because he, he's done it he did it in college um he, he's got the right frame of mind he works his tail off and so he's he's up there for me
0: yeah I saw a court English manager Barry saying he doesn't want that moment we saw last
2: season to be the last time with someone no home. and it won't be no, Nick, it won't, Nick won't let that let it that won't be happen. his last moment at it, all
0: it definitely won't yeah um and then we have something called one rep back which is you get to relive any play of your entire life right wow. now get to do it differently could again could be anything. I mean, it could be, you know, we had Peyton on a couple weeks ago. He said he'd take 16 of his 28 interceptions back as a rookie. That, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, a lot of blown blocks when we talk to linemen. Uh, a lot of pancakes when we're talking to D linemen. Doesn't matter. Where are you going, Baker?
2: You got some good questions today. Um, I'll go division around playoff game. I'll go back in the past. Um, okay. Obviously, I would love to have, the one against Detroit back just a few weeks ago. Sure. But poor decision when we played the Chiefs in uh, 2020 season. It was technically January 21 and was rolling out right through back across my body trying to hit Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew picked it off. And that was that was in the third quarter. I think it was the first drive coming out of halftime where we had had a little bit of momentum going in. And that would be one that if I could take that back, We'd see what exactly would happen the rest of the game. It's ah,
0: interesting. Um, last thing before we get to to what you're doing with the Auto Parts, uh, you're an interesting guy. Like, what's what's the pop culture stuff right now? What are you watching? What are you reading? <laughs> like, give the people some We're not. We're gonna have no football yeah. starting on Sunday. Give people a show, a movie, a book. Doesn't matter. What uh, the, Baker recommends.
2: Here we go. The books. The books right now are a little bit uh, different. So, my wife's eight months pregnant. So I'm reading a lot of a lot of new dad. Thank you, new dad books uh Benjamin Watson's got one it it was obviously unbelievable career for him but a but a better man of course and and he's got the new dad's playbook book and so that's that's a good one uh but shows we've we've crushed a lot recently so obviously when your wife's pregnant a lot of downtime so we just we just finished Outer Banks we just started and finished it we did Jack Ryan Jack Reacher um so I don't I'm all over the board though I, I like a little bit of a spy show of course, blacklist is a good one. Oh yeah, see, night agent. Yes, night agent's great. We Very also good. did that recently. How so? I have a one-year-old. How are you prepping for dad life? It's trying to balance the feeling of, you know, doing as much prep work as you can while also realizing, no. are you ever going to really no, be prepared? You're not. And so having that mindset about
0: it, it, it's complete chaos. Yeah, but everything works out. Yeah, that's my my doctor said the first or our doctor said the first trip. They said, keep the baby. Warm, fed, and dry, and everything will work out. Exactly.
2: Don't stress out. Tell yeah. us what you're doing with Advanced Auto Parts. Uh, so everybody knows Super Bowl Sunday's a big weekend, but the following Sunday is National Car Battery Day, February 18th. So that's a big deal. And so we got a campaign going right now, False Starts Kill Drives. And obviously in football, it's very, you know, you can ex- understand that. But when it comes to the, the car battery life, it's – you don't want to have a dead car battery. You can't, don't want to miss some, something if you're running late or if it's a special event, you don't want to miss that. So – Um, What we're looking for is if you register at com before the game Sunday, and there's one false start in the Super Bowl, you have a chance to win free car batteries for life. And so that's not the length of your car life. It's the length of your life. So uh, it's a pretty big deal. It's a lot of money and uh, obviously a lot less hassle. A lot less hassle.
0: Baker Mayfield. Thanks for coming. This is football, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man.